Welcome to the Confident Photographers Podcast. Are you a photographer looking for concrete ways to grow your business? Are you sick of getting partial advice from unhelpful sources? Confident Photographers Podcast is where I help photographers strategize ways to take their business to the next level. I'm Julie Renner, and I've been a photographer and educator for over 10 years. Let's get started. Welcome to the Confident Photographers Podcast, where photographers are learning how to build their businesses with confidence. And now your host, Julie Renner. Welcome back to the Confident Photographers Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me again today for episode number five. In each of these episodes, I will be speaking to a photographer who is looking for guidance and coaching in their photography business. We will have a session where we strategize and come up with some steps to overcome the struggles they are currently having in their business. So in this episode, I speak with Jennifer Burt and her business is Jennifer Burt Photography. In our conversation, we talk about how Jennifer can improve her photography website so she can start to book clients outside her circle of friends and family. We discuss several things she can do to restructure her pricing guides and how to give just the right information on her website. Before we get started today, I want to announce that I am doing a fun giveaway. If you are enjoying the Confident Photographers podcast so far, I would love it if you could go into iTunes and give me a rating and a quick review of the podcast. On July 20th, I will be giving away one three-month subscription to my Confident Business Club to one lucky listener. All you have to do is leave a review of the podcast to be entered into the giveaway. I will announce the winner on the podcast the week of July 20th. If you would like to find out more about the Confident Business Club where you can take your photography business to the next level and be on the podcast, head on over to confidentphotographers.com slash confidentbusinessclub. Okay, let's take a listen. Welcome. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. I'm I'm excited to get to talk with you. Yeah. Okay. So why don't you just take a minute and tell us about yourself and tell us a little bit about your business and what kind of work you do. Well, my name is Jennifer Burt and uh, my photography business is called Jenny Lynn Photography. I'm 34. I, I've been a stay-at-home mom and I've done little businesses here and there and photography has always kind of been just a hobby of mine. And for several years, I had people telling me, you should do something with this. You should do something with this. And I just didn't feel confident enough in myself that I was really capable of doing that. And I finally just decided, well, it was January, not this January, but last. So about a year and a half ago that I was just going to go for it and just jump right in and go. And I did. And it has been the greatest thing that I've done because I cannot believe how much I've learned and grown in the last year and a half in my skills just because I was willing to like take that jump in. So I know that I have other people who say, oh, I don't know, it's so scary. And it is, but I, I just feel like I have grown as a photographer so much in the last year and a half that all the years before that, that I did it just as a hobby really kind of were not in comparison to how much that I've grown. So um, my business, I, I'm very local. I have a lot of um, support from my community around me. I'm involved with my church and everything that I do there. I have a lot of people that I get referrals through lots of people. Basically, the only marketing skills that I do right at the moment are pretty much Facebook, Instagram, and I do have like a sticker, I guess, on the back of my car with my with my Facebook and my website. Uh, my website, I don't get a lot of people going to other than unless I refer them to there as far as to see my pricing or if they want to see a few things. I haven't 
done a lot with my website. That's kind of been pushed on the back burner just because other things I've felt have taken a little priority over that. But I do have basic information on my website for people. You know, I think that's just so neat that you talk about having it for a hobby. And then when you make the decision, the switch is flipped to really push yourself and set those goals. And it just changes sort of the perspective yes. you have on everything. And it really... You know, I think too, I'm a mom as well, and, and we get so wrapped up in our goals at home with our kids and sort of serving other people that it's so different and nice and refreshing to have these goals that you set for yourself and, and you get that sense of accomplishment and it really um, kind of feeds your soul a little bit. I think that's nice. Yeah. Good. Well, um, okay. Well, so I've been really lucky to have, my husband is just a really great support. And the thing that's been really beneficial for us is that, I mean, I know you have a lot of people especially on your confident photographer group that you know work full-time jobs and are trying to fit this into one day be able to do that more and I just feel like I've really been blessed where I've been a stay-at-home mom there hasn't been any requirements from me as far as you know I have to make this much money to pay for bills or I have to this and so, so it's just been really good for me to feel like I can just kind of go for this and not that I'm having to balance a job, balance family, balance this. And my husband is just really supportive as far as, you know, me doing classes and me learning and him giving me time to work on my stuff. So I just, it just really was a really good time for me to make the decision to do this. So. Yeah, that sounds great. Are your kids getting a little bit older now? Are they moving out of the baby stage and all of that? Yeah, my youngest is five and a half. So he actually will go to school in the fall and then I will just be home. So I will get to take advantage of that time being home to actually really focus even harder on my business and kind of push myself to that next level where I have a little more time for myself. So great. Yeah, that's such a turning point when the youngest is five and getting ready for kindergarten. It really changes things, at least on the mom. And, and you know, <laughs> it's kind of a, a nice little shift in gears. So good for you. Okay, so if you wanted to um, speak today about some struggles that you're having in your business, it sounds like you have a really good foundation. But if you're ready to take things to the next level, what would be, you know, some things that you would like to speak to me about today? Well, I definitely think that I would like to focus a little more on getting my website so that I have that tool to use to kind of direct people to. And I also feel like I really want to um, get into doing prints and stuff. I don't do that right now. I just strictly do digital downloads, which in my area is very, very common and people that don't offer digital downloads. I do know, I shouldn't say struggle, but people are wanting digital downloads. Let's just yeah. put it that way. But I do also know I would like to offer because I have a lot of people tell me all the time that, you know, I love that I can print as many of them as I want and where I can go get them printed. But sometimes I just find I, they just sit on my disc or on my drive and I don't print them. So I would mm -hmm. like to have that service available to offer to them that, you know, for they, that they could get me to do that for them to kind of as a service service so that they don't have to do that and to avoid the whole it not happening, which I yeah. know a lot of people talk about. Yeah, I know. And I think people really, there's sort of, sort of a, a misconception that they think in their mind that that's really just what they want. And then when they look back on it, they realize they've done anything with it and they're not able to enjoy the pictures. And so it is definitely nice to offer the service of prints. I was just going to say, I feel too that um, I know that I do, that I do not charge anywhere near what a lot of photographers charge. And I feel like in my area, but yet on the same aspect, I know what I'm offering my clients. So I, I do more a lot of basically what other people would consider mini sessions. I very rarely do anything that's any longer extended, like about 45 minutes 
is about the longest that I do for sessions. Okay, so I looked at your website, and um, the first thing that I would suggest doing, and it, I know that you said that you're, you kind of had it on hold, and so it's sort of, it looks like it's, you know, it's got a nice foundation and it's very pretty. But what the first thing that I'd like to see you add is some galleries to your website. So you've got um, okay. you've got your about me page, which looks wonderful, and you've got your place for contact, and you've got your pricing, and then it looks like you have a spot for blogging, but you haven't quite started that yet. I haven't got that yet. <laughs> that's okay. And that's okay. You know, sometimes that's a little bit further down the line. So I would say that should be on the list, but I wouldn't put that at the top of the list. I'd put it a little bit further down. So the first thing I would like to see you do is to get some galleries in there. And these would just be like, you, you know, if you're doing children and families and seniors or something like that, then you would separate those into a children gallery, a families gallery, and a seniors gallery or whichever um, you know, genres of photography you're doing. You want to break those down so that if someone is looking for a family photographer, they're not seeing newborns or, you know, that kind of thing. So you would section that out and maybe do 10 photos in each exactly. galleries. Does that make sense? Yes, that does. And that, I know that that was something I needed to get to, but again, that's, but, but I can see how that would need to be more of a priority than the blog. Cause the blog to me is kind of one of those things that we'll get there when we get there, but that's definitely not, I'm not there yet. So exactly. Yeah. The galleries are more important because you know, when someone comes onto your website, there's two kinds of visitors. There's one kind of visitor that's just shopping for a photographer and they may not want to spend the time looking through separate blog posts where there's separate family galleries and things, they might just want to see that variety condensed into the type of photography that they are looking for. Like if they're looking for a children's photographer, they just want to see, you know, what your images look like and what your style is in that particular sector of photography. So that would be the first thing that I would do. The next thing that I would do is I would restructure your pricing page. And here's what I felt like when I got to your page, it felt like there was a lot of information and it, it felt very overwhelming yeah. to me. And so okay. what I would suggest, and so for those of you listening, she's got basically all of her sessions listed with, you know, what's included in each of the individual prices. So it's just, you know, she's got children and different children photography and, and that so on and so forth. And so for anyone on their pricing page, what I recommend is I think that you shouldn't have no information and that you shouldn't have all of the information. What you want to try to do is give some of the information and that way they see a little bit of the dollars. You know, you don't want to give them nothing because that can be very frustrating. If somebody comes onto your website and they see absolutely no price range whatsoever, they're either going to be frustrated because they just need to get a ballpark or they're going to be afraid because they feel like it's going to be way too much. <laughs> So what I suggest doing is, you know, listing out some of the information. So in, for example, you might say, um, I offer children photography, newborn photography. I do small events and I do senior portraits. And, um, and then you could list the session fee for each of those. And then, you know, just say this includes such and such and prints and price, you know, prints and products are separate. You can call me for more information. And then you can, oh, okay. you can also say something like most of my clients spend between this and this amount. Okay. And so that just sort of gives them an idea of, okay, most of your clients are spending $600. And so that is within our price range or that's not within our price range. And when you do that, you kind of okay, want, good idea. You, know, you kind of want to give it on the high end, so you want to push people a little bit 
higher than your average, but you don't want to scare them by giving that very highest price, you know, so you want to make sure that you're not lowballing yourself, but you want to give them a nice dollar amount so that they know, okay, this is, she is expecting us to spend this amount of money. And, and if that's too much for us, then we'll, you know, go somewhere else. So that kind of, you know, it gives them information, but it also gives you a reason to get on the phone with them and really sell your services and talk to them in person and really, you know, or on the phone and, and tell them about what you offer and connect with them and build that relationship on the phone so that they feel like they want to hire you and work with you. Okay. So then, you know, in terms of what you have on your website now, I think, you know, what you're going to want to do is break those into separate price lists. Okay. So you're going, you know, what I would suggest doing is have a price list for your events. Cause I saw that you were doing baptisms and maybe, you know, birthday parties or things like that. So you could have one price list that's just for those small personal events. It looks like you're not doing weddings, but you know, okay. I do the same thing. So I, I'm open to baptisms. I'm open to birthday parties and, you know, anniversary parties and baby showers. So I will kind of have, I just call that small events. And then I yeah. put that out on a, on one document. Oh, okay. If someone contacts you for a baptism, then you would send them your small event pricing guide. Awesome. Okay. And so then from there you would do your session guide. So then you would, you know, have, on there if it's children and families and, and a lot of those were very similar so you can sort of condense that information so that it's my session fee is this amount it includes blank 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 and the rest of it is is purchased separately okay and then you leave all that yes. rest of it off and then when they're ready to book then you would send them your print pricing or your product pricing if you move into that later down the line oh okay that's a good idea I like that yeah. So, you know, you start with some information, then when they, they move a little bit long, further along in the, the booking process, then you would send them, okay, this is how much it is for an eight by 10 and the wall gallery and all of that. And then you really have a chance to talk to them about those products and, and tell them what you offer at that point. Great. Okay. So then from there, so we've talked about sort of removing the pricing from your website partially. And then we talked about creating these separate documents for you to email over and talk to your clients about. And then the next thing I would do, because you were talking about, you know, you're ready to sort of start offering the products. What my suggestion would be is to separate out your session fee from your digital package. Okay. Okay. So you're right now offering what's called in quotes, shoot and burn. So you pay a fee yes. in digital images. Okay. Now this doesn't yes. necessarily mean you need to raise your rates and you can, but you don't have to. What I would like to see you do, like say for example, your session right now is $150. What you could do okay. is $75 for the session fee and $75 for the digital package. Oh, okay. And the reason you do that is because now your digital package just went on the list with your prints and your wall galleries and everything else. It's just another item on your print product list. So everybody pays that $75 or whatever, you know, $100, $200, whatever your session fee is. And what that includes is your consultation, your photo session, your custom retouching and your ordering session. Okay. And then everyone, if they want to get anything from you, they're obligated to do some type of an ordering session with you, whether it's over the phone or online or in person, but they sort of are pushed into this session 
where they need to make a decision. Do they want just the digitals or now that they've seen the images, do they like them enough to maybe want to get, you know, a 30 by 40 or whatever it may be that you can kind of talk them into and have that sales session with in addition to the digital gallery. So as, as soon as you separate your digital package from your from your photo session fee, it gives you a lot more flexibility and it gives you room to grow in terms of your sales. If you include your digitals in your photo session fee, it's basically like you just capped yourself out and there's no room for you to sell anything else. I like that idea. That's a really good idea. Yeah. And it doesn't push you into, oh, you, you know, you need to charge so much more. It doesn't matter. I mean, of course, I'd like to see you charge a little bit more, but even if you're not ready for that, the idea is just that there's this separate process that you're going to take them through where it's an ordering session after the session, the regular photo session is done. Now you're moving into an ordering session and you're getting used to it as well as they're getting used to this secondary appointment where we're making decisions. And even if they ordered three or four different, you know, extra eight by tens that they normally wouldn't have done, that's giving you more income to, you know, move you in the right direction, which of course is where you want to go. Yes. Uh-huh. I get that. Just the, another time to meet with them and to kind of talk with them about what they're wanting. And instead of just giving them what you told them you would give them at the beginning and then being done with it. I get, yeah. I get that. Yeah. yeah. And you know, another nice part about this, I mean, there's so many benefits benefits to doing this way. And one of the drawbacks, of course, is it takes a little bit more time, but you're going to make so much more profit by doing this. It ends up being worth the extra time because you don't have to take as many sessions to make the same amount of money. So um, exactly. but one of the other benefits to doing this is you actually get to hear them um, talk about the images and tell you how much they love them. I hear so many photographers that do shoot and burn that you know, take the photos, they edit the photos, they send the photos digitally, and they never hear a, even a thank you. And they, and it's just such a letdown. And if you actually follow up and go through that ordering session, you at least can get the satisfaction of they liked their images, or they, they liked this one, and they wanted this one different. And you get that feedback too, which is so important for your growth as a photographer and as a business person as well. Yeah, I like that idea a lot. Okay. So, I mean, that I've got, you know, notes here, but that already is giving you a lot, um, you know, to work on right away where, you know, those are some things that can all sort of go into the beginning stages of your website. Okay. So the other thing I'd like to see you do is, um, I know you talked about you're in Northern Utah. Now, is that consider just a local area because I'm not familiar with Utah. I know it's sort of like the Salt Lake City area or would you say it needs to be narrowed a little bit more because what I'd like to see you eventually do is to become found on a Google search. You know, when somebody types in, they're not going to look for Jenny Lynn photography. They're going to sit down at their computer when they're ready to hire someone and they're going to look for, for me, I live in Fort Myers, Florida, so they're going to look for a Fort Myers family photographer, okay? So what I'd like to see you do is either if Northern Utah is a small enough area where you'd like to have that be sort of your location, then that's fine. But if you need to narrow that a little bit, maybe to Salt Lake City or your local area, then I'd like to see that phrase, Salt Lake City Family Photographer, come up a few times on your website because eventually that's how you're going to get found on a Google search. And then you would additionally do that on your Facebook page and on your Instagram hashtags, and you sort of need to get in the habit of picking one location that you sort of focus on, and you continually repeat that same location for your 
company so that it starts to come up on searches and things? What would be your area, do you think? Well, I'm actually in a, in a city that's called Clinton, Utah, and we're about 20, 25 miles north of downtown Salt Lake. Okay. But the thing with our area that I know is different in other states and other areas is we have a lot of really little tiny cities. Like mm. from Salt Lake to us, which is about a 20 mile distance, there's probably one, two, three, four, there's about 10 cities between okay. Salt Lake and Clinton. Yeah. And so for me, I could narrow it down by saying Davis County, which is a county that I live in yeah. that's, that has about you know what I'm saying? But yeah. for me, just to say like Clinton, Utah, that's only our city. It's really is only like four miles by four miles wide. Like yeah. it's a really small. And so I get a lot of business like from people in the city north of me. That's Roy from Syracuse, yeah. from West Point. From, so that's why maybe that's why I've kind of said northern Utah, because in our area, when people look northern Utah, they kind of assume that that's north of Salt Lake. That's okay. kind of what at least the lingo around here, I guess. Okay. What you're going to have to do is think about for your area. So here's what I want you to do. And you and I don't have to do this. This would be something that you would determine because you know your area. So for me, I can put Southwest Florida and that's perfectly fine because it's not too big and it's not too small. And I do service the whole Southwest Florida area. So same with Northern Utah might be fine for you. So what you want to think about is an, is, um, a descriptor of your area that isn't too small, but isn't also so big that there's a million and one photographers and you're never going to get found. So you want to think in terms of a person that okay. would hire a photographer. What do you think if they sat down at the computer to Google, what would they type in? And that's kind of where you want to go. And you just don't want to be too narrow and you don't want to be too broad. So that would be the way to make that decision. Okay. That's a good idea. I, yeah, I'll have to put some thought into that, but I like, cause like, you said I, I would like to even just put Clinton because my city alone I'm probably one of the top I don't know booked photographers in my city that I'm aware of yeah. but I don't want people to just think I just service my city oh my because God. I service people within 20 to 30 miles both north and south of me so well and you can put Clinton and you can put and the surrounding area and so that doesn't oh, okay. eliminate anything too so that is an option as well so if you know that That's would be just idea. something to add in is is think about your location and put that everywhere put it on your professional Facebook page make sure that on your personal Facebook page you're indicating your business and where it is so that people if they find you and they're friends with you they can sort of move on into your business page put it on your Instagram, like in your hashtags. So when you use a hashtag, you want to think of a hashtag in terms of like a Google search with no spaces. So if somebody goes on, if somebody is an Instagram person and they're going to look for a photographer, they're going to look up a hashtag for maybe Clinton, Utah photographer or something like that. So think in terms of like if they're searching for you without your name, how would they find you? And that's what you would choose your hashtag based on. Okay. Okay. Good idea. Okay, so this kind of gives you a lot to um, start with, and a lot of it sort of revolves around your website, but I think that for you, based on where you are and where you are, you know, you've done a lot of the, the work up front, I think this piece is going to take your business to the next level. So you're going to, 
you know, you're going to work on adding your galleries, you're going to work on your pricing, you might restructure some of your pricing, and you know, in terms of pulling out that session fee, and then you can add in that location. And then from there, you know, of course, later down the line, you can get into blogging, but I wouldn't even go into that right now, because you kind of have a lot on your plate that you can okay. start to work on and check off that list and, and work your way down. How does that sound? I like I feel like this last year and a half especially the first year I was so focused on getting my camera skills, getting the style that I liked in my really working on that business side. And not that I don't want to continue working on my skill as a photographer, but I feel like I'm more comfortable with that. And I know what kind of pictures I take, what I like doing, what I don't like. And I feel like I can move forward on that. So, yeah, I mean, you're really in the exact position of most of the people that I work with. I don't usually work with people that are just getting started because when you just get started, like you said, you're learning your camera, you're practicing, and then once you've got sort of a style and you've got that proficiency with the gear, that's sort of when I come in and go, okay, let's get you all set up so that you can become a legitimate business. And here's your priorities on your list on what you should do first and next and so on and so forth. And I think, you know, this is the perfect stage for you to start addressing some of those things and you just make a master list. And, you know, you keep that list available and each thing that you check off, you know, then each week you can sort of go through that list and then you can even check in with me in the group and I can kind of help, you know, support you because now I know your backstory and I can help you along the way. Awesome. That would be great. Okay. All right, Jennifer. Well, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate your time and I look forward to watching you progress. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Julie. Thanks. All right. Have a great night. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks for listening to the Confident Photographers podcast. Find us online at confidentphotographers.com.